looking to get close side of Fon. Lafondra away from David. 3 1 running. Three points running. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, it is an absolute shocker of an evening for Reading FC, losing to a team who has the worst home record in the whole of the championship, Birmingham City 2-1. To help me talk through this absolute shit fest, basically, I've been joined by Alex Everson. Hi, Alex. Paul, pleasure, I guess, to join you. Yeah, it's not really, is it? No, I, I, the feeling is mutual on this evening. It's not one that's going to be looked back with enjoyment, is it? I've also been joined by Neil Reese. How are you doing, Neil? Dreadful. Utterly dreadful. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I think we should move on from that one. <laughs> that's about, isn't it? Summing up all our moves. Oh, dear, dear, dear. We saw one start in the, uh, in the lineup before we had the match. We saw Jakku Matey come into the team. George Puskas dropping out. That was about as exciting as it got for the first 15 minutes because Birmingham completely dominated, as I would say, for that period of time and got an opening goal from Jukovic, I think, on the fourth minute. Nil. We were shambolic in those first openings spell of the game, weren't we? Yeah, it, it's... We've seen this many times before last season, season before that, season before that. Well, we just don't start. We, we sluggish to get going. We don't impose... We're not strong. We're not trying to win second balls or even the first ball at times. Um, we just look monumentally weak, and, and it showed for for their goal in the in the fourth minute, where you know he more could have had a free kick from another referee possibly, but he was just out muscled from the off, and it just they don't seem to be switched on at times. And uh, until they they learn these kind of lessons, uh, especially away from home, these. It's going to keep happening, sadly. What do you think it is, Alex, about these teams that we face that play quite, you know, there's nothing wrong with the football they play. It's, it's, they've got the result, they've got the three points. But uh, traditionally, you'd call it a more basic style. But it's working for them. And why can't we counter it? So, I mean, I think the main reason is that we can't, we can't break teams down. We're not very good at breaking teams down. We've scored a lot of goals this season, but actually... Um, our main kind of, uh, I guess, asset this season has been playing very well on the counter, setting players through from, you know, quite deep. But if a team sits back and is happy to put themselves in, in their penalty box um, and, and not really worry too much about going forwards or worry about having the ball, we don't really have any ideas as to how to break them down or how to create any chances. And you saw that in the entire game tonight. We had almost 70% possession, and yet second half, we had one shot. Um, and it, that's not the first time we've seen it. I think, you know, Preston, both games this season against Preston, both games against um, Millwall, Middlesbrough, Birmingham now. These games have all been very similar. Um, and we just, we don't know how to create chances against teams who don't don't need the ball. It is a major worry, Neil, isn't it? It's a game that I feel that you could have slotted to any of the last four seasons. We start sloppily, concede a goal, then we come back, and then we concede another sloppy goal. I mean, what is it about these players that they don't deal with pressure very well when they're put under that kind of level of kind of scrutiny? Because when you look at the players you've got, it's essentially the same team that we had last season, apart from Josh Lauren, isn't it? So there's no major change. 
But somehow we managed to get a decent run of results together under Panovic, and we deserve to be in the position we're in, six. But are you worried now that we're going to start dropping down, or do you feel that we can pick up? Oh, I'm very worried. Very worried. Um, you, you touched on it there. It's, it's the mental aspect where it, tonight's game, it wasn't a pressure game. It wasn't you know, a must win to, to cement our position or propel us higher. I don't think we could have moved anywhere higher than fifth, but um, this isn't, isn't a kind of game that is a, a season definer. You should be winning it given all the statistics and every, every you know, form tangent you can look at. Um, so what would happen when we are in a pressured position? How are we going to cope then? Um, if we can't win games like these or even look as if we're going to score more than one goal, um, yeah, how are we going to do it? We're struggling massively. And these kind of games aren't going to give you any confidence at all because there's no bright side to it. The, no. one thing that, the one thing that gives me some optimism is that against the teams where we've, uh, I guess, in inverted commas, they're more high pressure, so games like, you know, against Watford, against Bournemouth um, earlier in the season, against even Blackburn earlier in the season away from home, we have looked better in those games, maybe because there's more pressure on us. Um, it, it almost kind of stinks of a little bit of complacency from the squad yeah. that we go into these team, we go into these, you know, games against teams near the bottom of the table and because we're having a good season that, yeah, we'll pick up three points. It won't be a problem. Um, you know, and this is... We we have beaten teams at the bottom of the table, um, but too many times this season against teams who are who are in a bad run of form or, you know, in a, in a poor position, we've struggled against, whereas teams at the top or teams nearer us in the table, we seem to have done better against um, putting better performances because it doesn't feel like we're quite as expectant of, of the three points. Yeah, you talk about complacency there, Alex, and uh, Panovic has made something along those kind of like lines of those comments saying that we really must be doing better. We can't look at this and expect us to kind of go in games and win comfortably. Um, this is not the Reading team of the last few years, but unfortunately at the moment, Panovic, in these games, it is the Reading team of the last years. Neil, you were going to say something. Oh, yeah, just following from Alex's point that, you know, we struggled against Wickham and we lost. And apparently, you know, the players were very upset after the game. How how wasn't that some kind of catalyst to say, don't let this happen again when we're playing teams down the bottom? But that that's, you know, easier said than done. As Alex says, teams that drop deep have, you know, a back line of four central defenders effectively we don't know how to counter that at the moment. So it, there is a mental side and there's a tactical side that we, we seem to be floundering in certain scenarios until we get past that point. Um, and we've, we've got more weapons in our arsenal. Um, yeah. We're probably still going to struggle. Yeah. I mean, I guess after the Wickham match, you could say that we went on to then be rather, um, we went on to beat Blackburn, and Sheffield Wednesday, which, you know, three clean sheets. you got to say that all those teams, you'd expect us to win. And we did win. But I, I'm not convinced when we're just struggling against these teams away from home. It's a real worry. But one kind of slight sign of positivity was Yaku Meite on his return tonight, getting a goal and looking 
pretty decent when he had the chances to get on the ball. There was a spell after about 20 minutes when I don't think it had a touch of the ball. It came up on Sky, which says a lot about how much Birmingham were dominating us, really. But at least sets up the goal from a free kick, a set piece, a corner, sorry. God, man, I'm losing my brain. Okay. And just got to say, from Birmingham City's point of view, Alex, you've got to say that's a poor goal. Etheridge just makes a complete clangor. But Yaku's tidies up at the back post. Yeah, um, it's one of the kind of few set pieces tonight, which was uh, in inverted commas more traditional, where we've just put the ball straight into the box. Um, number of times tonight, our set pieces were a bit more inventive. Uh, Zhao had a chance in the first half, which was kind of taken away from him at the last second. Um, only went went down injured, and it was yeah a number of times where we didn't really just kind of put the ball in the mixer, as it were. But um, yeah, Efridge has had a bit of a mare, really, hasn't he? Um, I think we've kind of been we've kind of been gifted two goals now in two games from goalkeeper mistakes, and we we just haven't really made the most of them. Um, decent decent finish by Mater, you know, good enough header. Um, wouldn't really expect him to miss once he's once he's got his head on that. But um, yeah, Efridge probably should feel like he, he should be doing better there. Um, and once we've got that equaliser. It does, like, to me, it feels like Reng should be able to kick on there and, and go on and try and win the game. And, you know, I don't think we've really had another shot apart from apart from Elise outside the area, apart from that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you look at what happened just before half-time, Gary Gardner has the chance to score. The rebound comes off Liam Moore, and I thought it was going to loop in. But why is it we can't push on? I don't know what it is. We seem to lack confidence in these certain situations. Not all the players. I think Yadam had a decent game again, but some of them, did they go missing, Neil, maybe? Or, I don't know. How would you explain it? I want to say complacency, but I I don't think it's... Maybe it's belief. I'm, I'm struggling between the two because from the start of the season that... These players know how to play good, attractive football that generates results. And then, you know, if you subtract that, we've not had a a great sort of two-thirds of the season, but we're still there or thereabouts. But for some reason, they don't seem to have that belief that they did at the very start of the season. Maybe because we play in a very similar fashion, game in, game out. And maybe oppositions are wised up to our, our tactics now that we we're no, we're always going to pinpoint Jao. The ball's going to go to Elise a lot. We're going to try and get some width through the fullbacks, but you know they typically don't cross an awful lot. Oh, are we just too easy to read now? And and some teams are better at it at countering than than others. I don't know. It's it's hard to pinpoint for me. But as you said before, the squad is very similar to. To what we've had previously, and we we know they've had mental struggles with, you know, confidence, if you like. Yeah, I mean, we're moving into the second half now, and you kind of want to see a good start from Reading. We did see a half decent start. We have a hell of a lot of possession. I think in the second half we had something like seventy five percent possession, something along those lines. But ultimately, we have one shot, one shot on target in the whole of the second half. But before that, quite near the beginning. We have an opportunity for the referee to give a penalty for Lucas Jow. Now, I thought it was a penalty at the time. I'm not saying this is the reason we lost, because we lost because we didn't play poorly. But I still think that should have been given, Alex. What do you think? 
Um, I, watching it in real time, I didn't think it was a penalty. Watching on the replay, I think Birmingham probably got away with it. Um, but I would have been quite annoyed if Reading had had that penalty given against them. So I don't really know whether I think it was a penalty or not, if that's the um, that's the way I'm looking at it. I guess, yes, I think it probably should have been a penalty, but I would have been annoyed if Reading had had that given against them. Yeah, it's one of those ones you take, Neil, isn't it? But you also think maybe a little bit harsh. Yeah, I, I think the ref was kind of wise to a lot of our little bits of shithousery and antics. There's a few times that players went down, Elise was culpable a couple of times, but you kind of think, it's not free kick, get up. Um, Mid-Birmingham were a little bit um, brusque, to say the least, in, in some of their challenges. Um, but we did seem to fall down an awful lot. Um, so I could see why the ref wasn't keen. It was, it was a few other ones where you, you could easily have thought we would have got a free kick um, with other refs, but this one was was not having any of it. No. Uh, it's one of those games, isn't it, when you just everything could, that could go wrong has actually happened to us. But we are the masters of our own downfall. We have that spell of pressure. But yet again, we find a way to concede another sloppy goal. And this time it is from a set piece, Alex. And... Just, I want to know how you can defend a corner so poorly. Lucas Jow heads it up in the air and it's just nowhere. It's not going anywhere. And then Harley Dean is left completely unmarked. It's a good header. I don't think Raphael can save that one, but it's just not good enough. No, it's, and the problem is it's been, I mean, what, since maybe mid-February now, um, I, I saw a stat which said we've conceded 11 goals in the last two months and eight of them have been from kind of defensive errors from headers and set pieces. That's not, not good enough in, in the slightest. Um, and, and, and especially, especially given the fact that we're, we, we're quite good in the air. Um, but it seems to me that we, we just struggle at set pieces for some reason defensively um, to be able to clear the ball. We, we don't seem to be able to get rid of it when when the ball comes in first time where, and if the ball goes past the first man, it just seems to, it just goes to panic stations and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to, um, they don't know how to act and what, like what the plan is in terms of trying to get rid of the ball. And yeah, tonight was just another, another example of it. You know, it's another example of a kind of a defensive error um, and just poorly, you know, poorly defended. I think, when Zhao goes up for the header, there's four Reading players there who've gone for the ball or around the ball. None of them have called for it, and Zhao's just kind of the one who it's landed on top of. Um, it's not a good header by Zhao, don't get me wrong, but it's just not not good defending all round. How Harley Dean's found himself that much space is just you know not good enough. Um, to be honest, I think you're being a bit kind of Raphael. I think maybe he should do better. I don't think it's a very good header, in all honesty. Um, it's not got a lot of pace. It's kind of looped in. Um, I'm not going to give him like pelters for it or anything. I just wouldn't. Um, you know, I don't think it's. I don't think he's totally, totally blameless for that one. Um, but yeah, overall, it's just a, not great defending once again from, uh, you know, from headed, headed situation. Yeah, it's just painful watching that goal again, isn't it, Neil? Because you can see what's going to come. You know when it's going to happen. You just think it's so comical. But 
what's more worrying as discussed just there was no response from us really was there no Birmingham had done all they needed to do by that point. They, they gained confidence in the fact that we could have possession but not do an awful lot with it. We didn't seem to change too much with the substitutions. Um, Ajaria came on but didn't really look fit enough to me. Um, we didn't change too much in, in how we approached attacking. Um, and Birmingham could just sit deep and just clear to their heart's content. They just didn't seem to have that that cutting edge that you would expect from a side that's in the top six, and and it's a worry. Um, as Alex said, you know we we can have so much possession in these games, but to have one shot on target is is frankly criminal. Um, for a game that you at, at bare minimum think we should get a point out of. Uh, and beforehand, we were thinking, yeah, this is this should be an away win, quite quite handily. Um, but we were laid bare, um, and we, we've got no answer for these kind of games at the moment. If we now sit six in the playoff situation, we're also only two points behind us are Bournemouth, and it's getting very, very, very tight. And I'm beginning to wonder whether we are going to make the playoffs. What is your current mood on that, Alex? Um, I feel like I'm probably going to be more optimistic than most and say so I still think we're going to make the playoffs. Um, I don't know why. I just think that we're, we're, we're due a little, bit of, a little bit of luck at some point. Um, I think Barnsley playing Bournemouth this weekend is, is just massive for us. The game that we've got against QPR, I think now it's the biggest game of the season. If Barnsley beat Bournemouth on Saturday and we beat QPR, all of a sudden we're five points clearing again and the mood around the fan and the fan base and the club is going to change completely from tonight. Um, obviously, if we lose on Saturday, come back to me because I'll probably have changed my mind and say that we're going to finish ninth. So... Um, I, I think we'll make the playoffs, but I think it's gonna it's gonna go down to the wire. Yeah, I agree. Saturday's match is huge, and it could ultimately be really. <laughs> we could be back in the position you just mentioned it, and all of a sudden you're thinking, "Oh, everything's cozy, and uh, we can go into the international break on a high, one defeat in six matches or seven, whatever it is." And you can spin it round the other way, can't you? But what's your feeling, Neil? Do you think we're going to make it or collapse? So. <laughs> um. I, th I think if I, I, I look at the last few games and how we've played and who we've played, I I just don't feel that confidence that we, we showed early doors in the season. I just don't think mentally we got it in us. And when push comes to shove and we really need to eke out three points away from home, somewhere tough, I don't think we've got it at the moment. And I don't know why we haven't got it. Maybe Pano spins too many words and it just, you know, the players gloss over. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I, we could all think of 50 reasons why we don't win games like these. Um, but I don't, I don't see, you know, reaction on the pitch. I don't see it from more necessarily to G up the players. I don't see anyone in midfield who's being a you know a captain's role in there and up front Zhao tends to sulk if he's not getting his way. 
he's a confidence player. We all, we all know that. So all these kind of factors give the negative vibe at the moment. And I, I'll put my hands up there and say, yeah, um, I'll I'll admit if if it all goes horribly wrong, um, I won't be happy about it either. But um, yeah, I, I think we'll slip out. I can't see how we can recover to any kind of form that we, we showed in, in the very early part of the season. I think two things that we're really missing at the minute, Paul, um, is Morrison's organisation at the back and um, Ritimo, Trin Lauren in the double pivot. Mm. Yeah. Totally. If, we have those two, if we have those two things back, I think there'll be a lot more confidence in both the team and the fans uh, that will be able to at least pull off some results against Derby and Huddersfield and QPR. Um, you know, we don't like... Don't get me wrong. We don't. I don't. I don't think we're going to go like away to Norwich and beat them near the end of the season or beat. I hope we do. <laughs> I hope we do. Yeah, but um, I don't think we're going to get that many points from Norwich and, and Swansea and, and Watford. Realistically, we're, we're going to have to beat. We're going to have to beat teams like Huddersfield and and QPR who don't really have a lot to play for now. Um, because otherwise, yeah, it's going to be very, very difficult for us to to make the playoffs if we're putting all the pressure on those games like against teams like Barnsley and Watford. Yeah, I'm going to put my blue and white blinkers on and say that we will make the playoffs. I just want to be positive. My heart is not really believing that, but I'm just going to say it at the moment because I feel the need to give a little bit of positivity in. So you mentioned their QPR there, Alex, and we've got them on Saturday. They've got a 3-2 win tonight coming from behind to beat Millwall. They sit 12th in the championship. They really, no, they're not going to make the playoffs. There's almost zero chance of that. That is a dangerous team for me in many ways because all they can do is just kind of semi-relax, go out there and play us when all the pressure is on us. What is your score prediction for that match? Um. Score prediction for QPR away. Um, one nil Reading. Wow. Okay. I hope you're right. What are you going to say, Neil? Uh, I'll go with Alex. I'll say one nil Reading as well. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. I'm going to go for... Oh, dear. This isn't going to go down well. I'm going to go for a QPR win. I just feel that's Ooh. the way we're spinning. I feel that's the way that it's spinning at the moment. I really hope I'm wrong. I do not want to see that happen. I feel a little bit ashamed of myself, but I'm going to move on. So uh, thanks a lot for listening. It is a short one tonight because the mood is down, but cheers for listening. And uh, we will be back with a preview podcast that will come out on Friday.